In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fear is a voracious animal, consuming all that is fed to it. One of the difficulties about fear is that it doesn't usually present itself as panic. It often cloaks itself in the trappings of anger or bluster, or lethargy and indecision. Fear is corrosive, small enough to wreak havoc on our body's wiring and formidable enough to shape geopolitics. The power of fear can cause us to act destructively toward others or simply hide away from our own lives. Fear of rejection closes us off to the vulnerability required by love. Fear of failure cuts us away from the surprise of true creativity. The fear that our lives are meaningless that we are meat puppets programmed with an erratic sequence that sputters out after a handful of decades as the seeming endlessness of time stretches and looms over the speck of our existence until it disappears entirely from all memory. This fear that it's all random and without purpose imprisons us in a tomb of isolation and apathy. Phoebe Bridger, a young songwriter, has a new song where she sings... Took a tour to see the stars, but they weren't out tonight, so I wished hard on a Chinese satellite. I want to believe. Instead, I look at the sky and I feel nothing. You know I hate to be alone. I want to be wrong. In commenting on this song, she said, I have no faith, and that's what it's about. My friend Harry put it in the best way ever once. He was like, man, sometimes I just wish I could make the Jesus leap but I can't do it. I mean, I definitely have weird beliefs that come from nothing. I wasn't raised religious. I do yoga and stuff. I think breathing is important, but that's pretty much as far as it goes. I like to believe that ghosts and aliens exist, but I kind of doubt it. I love science. I think science is the closest thing that you'll get to it. If I'm being honest, this song is about turning 11 and not getting a letter from Hogwarts, just realizing that nobody's going to save me from my life. Nobody's going to wake me up and be like, hey, just kidding. Actually, it's really a lot more special than this, and you're special. No, I'm going to be the way that I am forever. I mean, secretly, I'm still waiting on that letter, which is also that part of the song, that I want someone to shake me awake in the middle of the night and be like, come with me. It's actually totally different than you ever thought. That'd be sweet. She ends the song, I want to believe that if I go outside, I'll see a tractor beam coming to take me to where I'm from. I want to go home. The fear that we're just hurtling through the blankness of space, it's linked to this incredible desire to find our way back to a home we've never visited, to be gazed upon by someone that if only we could be held in that gaze, being truly seen by this other person, perhaps then the sum of our life would be more than our failures, and just maybe we could go on living in that gaze rather than descend into a forever nothingness. This is what it means to be sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. In our shame, we've hidden ourselves from that gaze. To keep from being looked upon by life himself, we've covered ourselves with the leaves of death. But Christ approaches us with gentleness and meekness. He bids us to shed the clothes of death we've made into a second skin. This is partly why the early church immersed catechumens fully and fully naked into the baptismal font to signify the removal of our old deathly selves. 
Christ reaches toward us in love to lift our heads and see that he has never ceased to gaze upon us. The same God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Christ offers us freedom from fear. He does not reject us. He does not measure us by our failures. He does not leave us to a hidden and meaningless existence. He does not belittle us in our shame. His love for us is changeless and without end. To be held by his loving gaze is to be transfixed in perfect freedom because his love leaves no room for fear. Robert Capon said, But all the while there was one thing we most needed, even from the start, and certainly will need from here on out into the new Jerusalem, the ability to take our freedom seriously and act on it, to live not in fear of mistakes, but in the knowledge that no mistake can hold a candle to the love that draws us home. My repentance accordingly is not so much for my failings, but for the two-bit attitude toward them by which I made them more sovereign than grace. Grace, the imperative to hear the music and not just listen for errors, makes all infirmities occasions of glory. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all evermore. Amen.